But before we get into it, tell me, spit or swallow? Hi, welcome back to another amazing episode of Spit or Swallow Pod with your favorite host, House of Chocolate. Yay! Today is an amazing day as per usual. And with me, I have a very special guest, Oyi Talabi. Hi. Hi, Oyi. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell, tell our fans what you do? So I'm Oyi Talabi. As said, I'm a wellness coach. So I teach Pilates, so movement. And I'm also a film producer just Ooh. transitioned into that space so oh, okay. it's an interesting time for me yes yeah, so, um, speaking of pilates I, i've been wanting to get into pilates do you do pilates without the machines because yes it's so a mat work oh mat work okay because mm-hmm. i always see like those wooden things with the stretches uh, the and reformers the... and also yeah. there are two types of pilates there's mm-hmm. the equipment based or machine based pilates and then there's mat work. So right. mat work is the original. It started off, um, it was de- developed by a guy called Joseph Pilates. Mm. And it um, started off as mat work. Mm. And then at some point, this was actually during World War II. Oh. And he, he was um, helping wounded soldiers. So he was German. Mm. And he was helping wounded soldiers um, rehabilitate. Yeah. And so they converted like bunk beds mm. in the hospital wards into machines or equipment. Oh, just sort of, to help them. Yeah, that's why mm. the, the machines actually look. If you look, look at them, bed. they're shaped like bunk beds. Yeah, they are. Yeah. We just have the springs on. Mm-hmm. I want to see history lesson. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. I was wondering how people go into that because I've been meaning to try, but I mean, I think I saw someone doing Legos, but one class was like 20K. I'm like, in the economy, that's a lot of money. <laughs> In every economy, it's like, why? But, um, yeah, Pilates is one of those things that is really priced. um, It's pricey. Mm. Whatever continent you're on, it's pricey. And that's because the training is also um, pricey. Mm. And and also, it's a way, I believe, of wanting to somewhat keep it um, elite. Yes, I've noticed. Because it was something that when he, when Joseph Pilates moved over to the States, yeah, um, it he was teaching um, dancers. He was teaching ballet dancers. And you know, yeah. ballet is already something that is elite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of stayed in that space yeah, um, for the longest time. Mm. And it was until, I think it was Madonna. Mm. When Madonna had a baby and came back with spanking abs mm. and all. And it was like, what? Pilates. Pilates and that yeah. was how we got into the mainstream mm. and it's sort but it's and when you look at it you're like is it not yoga how yeah. is it different from yoga and it, then especially the guys guys will yeah. look at it and say this thing is easy now and then they try it and I then they're like nah so you also have to it's for a certain kind of person I believe mm, really oh yeah it's for a certain it's because um, it's a mind body movement mm. and it's one of those movements or movement methods that sort of takes your body takes you on a journey inwards mm. and most people like to, to um, operate like to coast yeah. just operate Very on autopilot yeah. yeah so yeah. things like dance aerobics where they're just jumping up and down yeah. somewhat mindlessly yeah appeals to a lot of people mm. but when you're doing pilates um you are 
taking on a journey inwards. You are mm. feeling every muscle as mm. it is yeah. moving. Yeah. And that I see it looks it looks quite difficult. And I I thought I thought it was just like a, a lot of core work, like more core work than the average yoga, but it is. Okay. It is. I mean the core is the foundation of yeah. Pilates. Because I've noticed like I think Lori Harvey does Pilates as well. So a lot mm-hmm. of people talk about how you get abs faster with Pilates than going to the gym and yeah. doing machines and yeah, all that Yeah, because the, the abs or your ab muscles are engaged throughout. Um, I mean, if you look at the human body, even the way the human body is designed, yeah. your all your muscle groups are actually connected to your, to your abs, mm. and in and it happens in layers yeah. and all. And so, if the one of the core um, principles of Pilates is that if you engage the core, mm-hmm. then all the other muscles will then work in alignment and mm. they will come to balance mm. and so you we engage the core in every move Movement. and mm. so one of the beautiful things about pilates is that if you practice it um for just for about a month or two mm-hmm. you can take those principles and use it in every other kind of movement that mm. you do simply and the principles are really simple just engaging your core connecting your breath to your movement yeah. keeping your body in alignment mm. as you move mm-hmm. and um i can't remember now but yeah. basically yeah. Those, those are the basic um, i mean it, it sounds enticing i definitely i definitely you want to try. get i definitely want to get into it would you recommend trying it off youtube first before you get an instructor um it's the easiest way to try it as in going on youtube um it's the easiest way to try. So I'll say go start with my channel, Pilates with Oink. I will, I will, I will. So I'm, I'm actually yeah. doing this. I mean, and this kind of brings us into the topic today. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about mind, body, spirit connections. You know, I've, I've mm-hmm. had a sex and mental health episode and, you know, connecting just your general wellness to your sex life, like your mental health and your sex life. They are very, very connected. Yeah. And, um, and I like that, you know, you, you bring in going inward. Like I think that with, with almost everything in life, there's that element of having to be mindful. Like mindfulness, I think mindfulness is like the buzzword of this century. And it shouldn't this, be a buzzword. This, it's this, like, it it's, should be lifestyle. It should be, it should it's be like lifestyle. It's like a staple. And, you know, and, even if it is yoga, even if it is therapy, breath work, that's one thing that, you know, keeps coming through whatever practice you do, returning to your breath, returning to your body, going inward. And it's like you said, a lot of people are on autopilot. That also affects people even during sex. A lot of people are just, and I mean, it's understandable. There's so many stressors and stuff and, you know, um, fights. Fights, flights. Yes, fights, flights or freeze. You know, sometimes just because you're under so much stress, your body's like, okay, I'm just going to, play there to self-preserve yeah. and then you find out that you're doing so many so many things on autopilot mm. you find out that your body is just storing all of that unexpressed trauma as well yeah and so you know i mean this is a very like important i think topic because i find that a lot of people just they don't they never even go inward like they don't 90%. even realize how on autopilot how much they yeah. move very robotically and mechanically and this spills into you know, every aspect of your life. So Yeah, very, very true. It's it is a very timely conversation as well because there is a lot, like you said, there's a lot of stressors around mm-hmm. and we keep piling up, piling up, piling up. And then we then get to a point where your body ju- your nervous system just shuts, shuts down. down. Yeah. And when that happens, your body can either break down so you can be ill mm-hmm. um, and then or you can have a mental breakdown yeah. 
or spiritually, you can just have um, lack motivation. Yeah. You're just like, you know, I you lack you. hope. Yeah. And, uh, and that's where, um, that's the point where a lot of people get into the space of suicide, depression, mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, it's a timely conversation for us to, to dig into. Yes. I mean, especially at this, you know, New Year season as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also doing like a 75 heart. So I so it's kind of like a, I generally don't I won't say I don't like New Year resolutions because I don't like them because um I don't believe that I get into the New Year from like January first and stuff because I mean after you're doing thirty December there's still the leftovers they still turn up <laughs> so I like I just I got into vision boarding um a couple years ago I like having a vision board but aside my vision my vision board yes they're just like the major themes but I always have like to-do list and checklist of the year I have a whiteboard as well like so don't when I get back I would have a wipe of the 2023 and put 2024 and all the things that I want to you know achieve then I have my mini list that are more detailed but I usually take my time um because sometimes I feel like I still have like leftovers from last year that I want to tidy up and I don't want to bring in that pressure of, oh, it's January, let's start doing that. But also, I think at a certain point in time, you know, in life, you always have to have a plan. It doesn't, there should be that measure of flexibility because life will always do what it needs to do. Life will life. Life will life. If you, like, write everything down, manifest, pray fast. It can never come. But also, there is, like, you know, prayer, manifesting, all of that stuff. And just kind of working towards a direction. It's, It's just, like, at the end of the day, even if I say, you know, I can write things down and things will happen. I know that if I do Pilates for 30 days or mm-hmm. one month or three months, I would definitely see results. So that definitely helps me in terms of not running around with, you know, headless chickens and putting mm-hmm. direction into certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what my own 75 heart is right now is, so 75 heart is mainly like fitness people. They'll say maybe they stick to a workout program or they have like a list of six things that they must do every day for 75 days. Some people add maybe cutting social media. Some people do this and that. But I'm someone who, like, I believe in um, consistency over, like, intensity. And I think last year, that was one mm-hmm. thing that I struggled with when it came to working out. I would, because I don't get, I have a lot of energy. So when I work out, like, if I haven't worked out in months, I don't want to come at home. I'll now you burn 1,000 like calories. Day. Yes, I'll do, like, 1,000 calories in a day, burn it, spend three hours at the gym. Two days later, I'm sick. Yeah, one of those warriors. Yes, mm. I will go warrior mode. Next thing you know, I fall Burn ill. Out. Or let's say there was one malaria hiding in my body. I start shivering. I lose one week. Next thing you know, I'm demotivated before I go back. And so that kept happening because I kept, you know, sometimes I have like bursts of energy. I'm like, you know what? I'm ready. So this time I'm pacing myself. So I've started with like yoga. I do like maybe 30 minutes, 35 Wisdom. minutes. You know? <laughs> yes, I've learned. I've learned. So so it's keeping me consistent. And, and like, it's like just easing into things and forming the habits, like getting my brain into, okay, we need to do this like daily. Because even now I did yoga um last night. And my downward dog, my heels are not touching the floor anymore. That's how tight my muscles are. And, you know, when I think about how flexible I was as a kid, all those cars, all those jumps, even just across the span of my life and how tight I am right now, it's very shocking. You, you like, honestly, adapting or accepting your bodily changes, it can also be heartbreaking. Like, yo, I, I could I could, I could stand on my hand before. Mm. Where's all that energy, you know? So, um. So yes, yes, I understand like why people do New Year's resolution, but I think almost everyone's mistake is the same thing. Dry January, no this, no this, no this, no this, no this. Deprivation will cause you to crash faster than you know. Yeah, and I think also when people are making their New Year resolutions and when they're sometimes even vision boarding, yeah, it's not coming from inside. 
Mm. It's coming from external um, external impressions or yeah. external expectations as in, oh, at this age, I suppose marry. So you put, put a husband, you, you put husband or something mm. on your vision board. Mm. Well, I suppose have house. I suppose this, that. But who's making all these rules that you yeah. feel like you have to adhere to? Yeah. I know. But if, again, we go back inwards mm-hmm. and just sort of ask your spirit, ask. So I have a, I'm, have a Christian outlook to life or yeah. a Christ outlook to life. Yeah. And so I would go inwards and I would say, Holy Spirit, what's in store for me? What do you have for me this year? This year. Mm. And then let the imagination take over. Because mm. that's how he speaks to us for some people. He will yeah. speak through images. He'll speak through words, whatever. And so that comes, that inspiration then comes. as no, oh, I'll then start imagining, oh, see me in London or I see me in, on a beach somewhere. And then I write it there, take a vacation yeah. or a trip somewhere. Yeah. Um, I see me, you know, inspiration then comes as to what are the possibilities. It's now what I'm imagining. That That's what then inspires the vision mm-hmm. board. Yeah. Or what inspires my intentions for the year. So I started doing resolutions, but I'll make the long list and then I will fail. None of the yeah. none of it will make it past. That was make it past the first two weeks. I saw one tweet about how you know there's this um, future me and all those ones where you write yourself a letter and then Man, the letter. Man, don't come. make resolutions. There was one babe that was like she stopped doing that thing because you know she came and then the letter came and she achieved nothing on that <laughs> list. Like and that such is a so humbling tr- thing. That is yes, so because you put so much pressure yeah. on yourself as well. So yeah, and then yeah. when you now don't achieve any of it, you're like, sure. Mm-hmm. So even like weekly monthly goals i don't do any of that anymore yeah. each day what do i need to do mm-hmm. and then i'll make a list on that yeah. the whiteboard that you said i have one in my room in my yeah. bedroom and Sweet. so i have the projects that i want to work on yeah. this year mm-hmm. there i have you know just sort of bullet points bullet points yeah. And what what needs to happen for first quarter? Which one is first quarter? Which one is second quarter? Mm-hmm. Again, it was inspiration coming and just yeah. processing. So I also did the quarterly, quarterly goals type thing. Yeah, yeah and just be like, okay, so which one should be happening earlier? Which one should be happen, happening later in the year? Because timing is also a big thing yes. that throws us off balance of in the, where you, you have all these ideas. Mm-hmm, and you want it to happen within a specific period. But there's timing. So mm-hmm. it, it, the inspiration is there, but it's not for now. It's yeah. for you to note it. And when you note it, what then happens is that when you're making connections, when you're meeting people, I know you're, oh, okay, this person fits, fits into, into that, that. project mm-hmm. type thing. And then you're... You can save for later. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I have this, that, my whiteboard where I have the goals for the year. I put them in quarters. Who the main um, contact people on them or main partners on them mm-hmm. are. And then each morning, and then I now have some um, inspirational... Um, affirmations. Yeah. So I have there that I am abundance. Mm-hmm. I'm abundance of joy, of life, of wealth. I am honey. I am sweetness in everything that I do. Mm-hmm. In every space that I go to, I bring sweetness. So you know, I have. I bring words. wickedness. <laughs> <laughs> so some people, I will be the agbo. <laughs> Go to is necessary. Yes, I will be the agbo. It's good for detox. I will detox you. Nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but yeah, so yeah, so it's there on the whiteboard. So I'm seeing that. I'm seeing the 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 projects I need to be on, and then each day it's say okay, 
where are we? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll make a list. I try to make a list, but you know, I've stopped putting pressure. Yeah, to do things a specific way. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. that whole to-do list, because I'll do the to-do list now. And then end of the day, you know, do the your to-do list at the end of the day, um, um, review it and see which one. No, 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 and then I now don't do it and then I'll not be yeah, sad. Yeah, I'll be feeling bad. So so I try not to be stringent with myself as well. Um, even on my board too, I think I have a lot of posters in my room as well. So mm-hmm. I put a lot of my their affirmations or notes people have mm-hmm. left. I put those ones there. Then on my whiteboard, it's, it's more of a take what you need like at this time. So the affirmations change because I can wipe them yeah. out. And at this point, yeah. whatever I'm going through resonates. And I have different apps that like pop all of them in my phone. And it's so funny how there was a time when I was okay without all of these things. But I think that life has become so stressful. And we're, as, yes, we're, uh, we're consuming so much negativity that we don't even realize we're consuming. Tell me about it. The the amount of unconscious consumption that we yeah. that happens. You are what you're you're mindlessly scrolling. And sometimes, you know, we have a lot of delayed reaction to things. So you know you're on Instagram, you see they killed this, they killed this, they did that, they did that economy, dollar is and you're not blah, quite blah, sure what's triggering you. And then, you know, you don't even know. Then next thing you know, your friend posted a nice picture. Next thing you know, you laugh. Da, 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 you go to bed. Well, your brain has locked that economy yeah. thing. It's somewhere in your yeah. subconscious. Yeah. When it will rise or when you wake up and you're like, why am I anxious? Why am I anxious? You don't yeah. even know that the cause is some of the stuff you have consumed. So there was this um, friend of mine. The three of us were having this conversation. And she was telling us, one of us was sharing how She's just been feeling really heavy and sad the past few days, blah, blah, blah. So I asked her what her morning routine, routine was. And also she wakes up and then she goes on Instagram. I'm like, wait, you start your day off with Instagram? She's like, yeah. Looking at me as in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, when okay. I was like, guilty, bro. You know, I'm like, okay, so I'll... I'm a safe space here. I'm not here to judge. Let's see your Instagram. What do you follow? So she whips out her phone, opens up her Instagram, and Insta blog, the news, um, you know, just gist news, Mm -hmm. just one thing after the other. And so just even scrolling through, I was like, girl, this is enough to depress anyone. This should not be the first thing you you should see. Yeah. So, you know, then she will see even things like, and then as we were talking through the people that the groups that she follows or platforms that she follows, she not even mentioned how even the wig seller triggers her. Why is that? Gas trigger, you know. Because she started losing her hair from all the weaves and blah, blah, blah. So oh. she has alopecia. Oh, wow. And no, she has the beginnings of it. And that was something that she she hadn't necessarily put together confronted and hadn't necessarily you know embraced it Mm. i mean there's a point where you have to cut your hair just depending on how bad it is to help your hair grow blah 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 but she was she was struggling with it so she was like yeah even the wig seller triggers her and okay so unfollow and she just looked at us as in so it was my other friend that said how about you unfollow she was like I can do that. So we just collected the phone from her and started to unfollow all these people and then looked for um, for platforms that share 
you know, calming stuff. Mm -hmm. I know. So I always advise people on on your streets of Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Curate you should have yeah, curate it. Mm-hmm. Curate the kind of people that you follow. Yeah. You can follow Insta blog, but you can't follow Insta blog one, two, three, four. Yeah. No, I can't even me, I can't even follow Insta blog. Uh, some people like I don't yeah, but no, okay. some people like <laughs> think about why what one thing about Insta blog is even if you don't follow it, they just will come to your DMs. Because that's another thing. Even even if you don't follow anybody, mm-hmm. we also we're also in the business of relationships yeah. where we're sending each other reels all the time. Yeah. Oh, look at this. I mean me my friends know that's my talent. You wake up <laughs> in the middle of the night because me I, I sleep really late. So when I go on my real watching spree, mm. I'm always like sending to, like, it to, to my friends and all. But even then too yeah. sometimes you have to be mindful of like the content that you also share to people as it well. Went on the back of that, just to even buttress that point. I remember it was the it was sometime last year, the killings that happened in Owa or somewhere. And I had been off social media. And then I just come on and on WhatsApp. So because I like to curate my mental, I try to take care of my mental space. I hardly go on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, but I'd like to look at people's um, WhatsApp um, status. Yeah. I know. So that's why I get a lot of my own gist and updates. Yeah. And as soon as I went on, I think it was second person or so that I looked, and he had really graphic Jesus. images. Mm-mm. I lit- My phone literally dropped, and I was just like, what the heck? I sent him a message. I said, dude, yeah, that is wrong. Yeah, or put a trigger warning. And some people, I Don't think even put it up. Some, Why are you putting some, it up? So I'm not people, the news channel. Exactly. Why some, do we need to see it on your, on your Some your, people your just skinny. feel they need to be... The first to, one to, to break, break information break and stuff. Foolish yeah, information. sending videos and all. And it's like, do you realize you're not trying to help my mental health? Yeah. Okay, now you hear that they're killing people in Abuja and you feel like I should see a video of a dead body. Is that supposed as to in, make me stay at home? As in, am I... All you have done is stress me. And then, exactly. unfortunately for us, like we, we are consuming information and news as a and not even that, processing it. Yes, as a, as a rate that we really shouldn't because yeah. one is also going to skew your idea of reality. Like, yeah. life is also very random. Like, okay, even if there are five attacks in the whole city of Lagos in a day, it doesn't mean that when I go out tomorrow, something is going to happen to me yeah. at home. Yeah. And so all you have done is just give me stuff to be anxious about, but nothing has really and, changed. And no solution yes, as well. Yes, you might be you might be doing it from a place of care. Although some people There's are no just care. some people are just it's doing just, it. Just I just want to they just want to share the gist just and just all. And so you know, there was a time when I remember before I um started doing like the podcast, there all there used to be a lot of feminist contents like on my um stories. And then there was time I used to talk about like assault and I still haven't even had like an assault. I should actually have one this season. An assault, you know, rape, um, conversation. Like I, I always used to talk about, you know, sexual assault, all of that stuff on my story. And what said happening was when I share stuff, share stuff, people were now like just talking about the topic. People would always come and be sharing their experiences with me. Mm. And while it's like, yes, you know, Halima is a safe space, you can share all of that. One, it made me realize that so many people were carrying so much that mm. many would never even take to therapists. Yeah. Then it was also making me angrier, making me feel more helpless at some point because it's like this gap exists, like this many people it's a huge are suffering. Gap. Yeah. How many people can I help? It was making me angrier by the day because yeah. you just feel like, oh my God, like everybody is just carrying trauma. Yeah. Like men are also not safe. Like it, it, it's, it's really heavy. Yeah. Then there's the thing of, because I'm, I'm vocal about when I'm angry or whatever, I can blast everybody, I'm ready to fight. So people also want to report things that they're hearing to me because they want my reaction. Yeah. 
right? Mm. And at some point, I wake up, look at this one, this this guy did this to this child, this person did this to this thing. So all those pages I'm avoiding, people ask, and I had to tell someone, I'm like, look, you can't always send me, to, I understand why you're showing, and I understand you feel safe enough to express your anger with me. But you're not thinking of my own mental health. Yeah. Maybe I finally slept well. The first thing I see when I open Instagram is somebody raped his five-year-old daughter. I don't want to. I don't need that to be the first thing that enters yeah. my consciousness when I wake up in the yeah. morning. Yeah. So I also had like we actually also need to be mindful of yes, funny content, like content. But if it's deep, like you don't know anyone's emotional states, and yeah. we need to be conscious of yeah. how we also you know share information. Like it's actually crazy. We and I even also find it disrespectful to the victims when some random human beings are sending pictures of their lifeless body or images of them being abused and everything. I think it's disrespectful to the person. You're not even covering them in any way. You're also exposing them. Yeah. I know. I remember when a video of a child of some kids, some 10-year-old kids in some school. School, yeah, that was, I was just about sex. to mention it. I'm like, people, I'm like, do you people realize they're forwarding child porn? Yeah. Like, you're distributing child pornography. You're distributing 10-year-old this children having sex. Like, it's not hot gist. These, <sighs> these, these kids that will grow up in life and then they just have, you just have the digital footprint of them in vulnerable that positions. That you contributed to. You know? Yeah. And it, no, honestly, we actually, we actually need to do better because we don't, yeah. and we don't understand why. It's, it's like, we don't understand why anxiety rates are going up or depression yeah. rates are going up because we are really consuming so much. And, you know, shifting back to the topic as well, what are ways in which, one, we can become... Because I think that that's even the first instance. So many people are not close to being in tune with their bodies. They are out yeah. of their body. I mean, I think that this city especially, Lagos, Lagos is a city that doesn't even give people time to even know anything is going on because you find that a lot of people are spending so much time on the road, they're in traffic, they don't Lagos have... Lagos is the third most stressful city to live in, in, in the, the world. world. This ranking was with, two years ago. Ranking with war-torn cities. Like Lagos yes, and cities Iraq are Iraq and war. war-torn cities. That's what we are behind. So it's a war, it's a jungle. Mm-hmm. So I feel you No, that's that. that's why I always have to run away sometimes because I'm just yeah. like, I don't know Lagos how. is overrated. I don't know why everybody wants to live in Lagos. Oh my God, that is so funny because let me, sh- let me show you something I just saw on Instagram and I just sent to my friends. Somebody said... I don't know who they paid for this PR, but see, Lagos ranks above Dubai and Miami, rated 19th best city in the world. See full list. New hmm? York, Cape Town, Berlin, Madrid. Like Lagos, they put Lagos. Lagos as number 19. Lagos. That is December PR is clearly working. <laughs> because y'all must be insane. As in, that's, y'all, the, y'all that's must, a life that's on the pits of wherever. What makes this, what, is it the baddies and the Yahoo boys? I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> because what, what makes Lagos Abbey is the, yeah. is the clubs. I don't get. Yeah. I yeah, do, I don't I know. Somebody, somebody was lost on crack. Me Maybe it was the Lagos in Portugal. Because <laughs> they have lost me there. I know, but I te- definitely agree with you that um, we need to find ways to disengage mm-hmm. um, we are, because we're so constantly engaged. And so, um, and the interesting thing is when I tell people stuff like that, they're like, oh, there's no time. They don't have time for it. That um, they use this phrase, there's no, there's no um, rest for the wicked. I don't know who told them they're wicked, but yeah. they say that there's no, no rest, rest for them. Wicked. And then, uh, and people just don't make time. But mm-hmm. if you don't make time to disengage, and another way to look at Nobody disengage, go tell you. 
Exactly. Literally. Exactly. Yeah. You are going to break down mm-hmm. physically, mentally, spiritually. You yeah. will break down. One of them is bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Most of the diseases, most of the illnesses that we have, apart from those that are virus-based, blah, 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 Jeremy. it's all stress. It's stress. It's and stress. even those that are virus and bacteria-based, mm-hmm. if your immune system is not stressed out, if your immune system is on point, your body is designed to fight them. Your body will tell you if it needs more vitamin C. Mm -hmm. So it would inspire you as an old man. You just start longing for oranges. You start longing for food that contains vitamin C. That's your body you know, telling you that I need help. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that it can heal itself. It can fight the bacteria, the viruses, whatever. But if we look at things like um, like even cancer, mm-hmm. it all boils back to stress overload. Yeah, and uh, and that's how, what is breaking down our immune systems. Mm-hmm. And so, if we can just remember this and be mindful of this, yeah. um, we make all this. If we go back to the whiteboarding and the vision boarding and the making the list of to dos and go, we can make all this list. But if you are not balanced, body, mind, and spirit, yeah. you are not going to achieve yeah. anything. On that list, and I like that you talked physical about the body first because that is the first place mm-hmm. um, where we should be disengaging because um, that's how we connect to this world, that's mm-hmm. how we connect to this dimension. Yeah. And so, to disengage is, and when I say disengage, this comes back to rest. And when I'm saying rest, it doesn't have to be like you're sleeping, sleeping. even though sleep is one Very of important. the is an important way of resting mm-hmm. it's one of the big ways to rest but it's not the only way to rest yeah. um one of the f- first ways that i would first that i would suggest is movement mm-hmm. some kind of mindful movement mm-hmm. so like a pilates like a yoga those are ways just even going for walks grounding yourself yeah. so and when i say grounding yourself this is walking around <coughs> bare feet mm-hmm. so walk around on grass walk around on sand those are ways that um that's you're connecting to, you are earth. Connecting yeah. to the earth mm-hmm. and there's um there are currents electrical currents that sort of flow between us and the earth when mm-hmm. we walk bare feet yeah. but coming back to mindful movement even things like just mindfully rolling your shoulders mindfully moving your body just find your own internal rhythm yeah. every every thing every created thing has a rhythm to it has yeah. a beat to it mm-hmm. and we have to find our own beat um the the best way <coughs> or the clearest way to find your beat is to move so imagine that you are dancing to no music and you find the music the music will come from within the 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 beats that you're going to move to will come from within but what you're doing though is that in finding that beat within and moving your body in a line to whatever it is that you feel like you're hearing you are allowing your body to release stress your body is in a state of just being yeah and so and in that state of being, that's actually when you are most creative mm. as well. Because you're allowing your body to find its own mm. rhythm yeah. within the earth, mm-hmm. so to speak. So that's a very important thing. Just even rolling shoulders, moving your hips, small movements like that is so impactful in releasing tension. Um, you had mentioned how you know nervous systems are overloaded mm-hmm. and cool. And so mindful movement could also be tapping your body mm. just sort of tapping so try it 
<laughs> yeah, I've seen those so. like yeah. videos where people even do the head tapping. Yeah, I like the head tapping, the face tapping. Yeah, yeah. just tapping your hands and then just allowing your body to. So you tap, go up and down for a few a few beats, and then you just allow your body to be, mm. so that the tension is released. Mm. And so that's also another great another thing on the mindful movement, or that counts as mindful movement to help you release tension and help you relax. So you do that, especially if you're stressing, if you're not able to sleep. So just tapping and releasing that tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps your um, nervous system to relax and then you can fall asleep. Yeah, so mindful movement is important. Um, and other kinds of movement also still work. So going to the gym, um, doing a dance class, an aerobics class, they're great. But if we're trying to journey inwards, inwards, we need to mix that up with um, more quiet um, methods of movement. A lot of people use the gym as escapism. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, you're going, you're doing the heavy lifting. But the goal there is mainly, for a lot of people, yes, it's a good way to distress. But it's still distressing by... You know, just zoning out and yeah, zoning into, and then out. after a while, they're just doing repetitive movements. So yeah, just once again autopiloting, yeah. and then for some people, it also becomes very image based. So your goal is say, just yeah. if your goal is not it's just, right, yeah. If your goal is just I just want the fat ass, I want the flat stomach, and all. Like yes, at the end of the day, and that's a great way to start. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to um, own a, a fitness studio. Half of the people in there came in because they wanted to they yeah. wanted Beyonce's thighs mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm like, you know, the girl works for this thighs. So it's not a, I just joined the gym and hopefully the gym yeah. will do the work for yeah. you. Yeah. But um even that it's a great way to get in. in. Mm-hmm. But when you come through the door, you need to progress. You mm-hmm. need to grow and get from deeper. that and yeah. get deeper. Yeah. It can't just be about um the aesthetics of it because mm-hmm. sometimes you don't get those goals as soon as you start because mm-hmm. the body has its own way of losing weight of toning yeah. and stuff like that and if you're going in just because you want to have Beyonce's thighs but yeah. you're actually not shaped like yeah, that yes, you're not yes. going to get those goals mm-hmm. and so it's about redirecting to the other benefits yeah. that you will get from working out and I also feel like your internal states also determines how you how you take you know, the results that you get, right? So if you go in with a strictly, you know, superficial, and I'm all for the superficial, me too. I, I my, One of my goals this year is abs, and the abs is only for superficial reasons, not because I want my coat. <laughs> I'm not going to use my, nobody's going to punch my stomach. Up. I mean, I mean, I always wear crop top. Like, one thing about me is I show myself as every you know states you can see me on my instagram one minute my rough con rolls i'm talking i don't think i've used filters since maybe 2021 and even then i hated like face morphing filters i realized back then i was more conscious about having like spots due to acne and everything but after a while i'm just like this is a pimple this is this and like you know what i do i keep telling people we need to normalize human bodies this is how the bodies so sometimes you're going to see me looking scruffy five minutes later you see, you see me at the salon. Next thing, I see me with full face beats. You know, yeah. I've never used face to you know adjusting my body. Sometimes I say, I mean, there's the fine balance between I've always been confident at whatever size. Like this is me at one of my biggest. I used to be super skinny, but I was also well washed as a child, where I also felt really confident. And then also, I guess there's also the angle of I don't think I've ever had a except when I was like skinnier. I don't think I've necessarily had a body that was outside of beauty standard, like too outside. So I cannot necessarily 
relate with how deep or heavy the pressure of not being able to fit into the beauty standards are. But I still have always just been like, look, there are times there are times when I don't I can see that my eye bag is this or one tooth is crooked or whatever, whatever. But I'm still going to show up. And I feel like when you have that when you ha- when you're in tune with yourself inward, you can also bring in that confidence into like the gym and yeah. all that stuff. Because you still find people who like like um they have everything you would think anyone would want. They look at, they have the perfect body. They have all of that money, but they're still disconnected with their insides. And so all that, you know, fluff on the outer part is not going to heal what is inside. And yeah. even when I talk about sex, like, yes, you know, we're still in, talking about the basics, um, consent, how to enjoy yourself, yeah, physical sensations and stuff. But everybody knows if you're doing the deep work, if you're doing any form of therapy, if you're getting into the field, this is also a spiritual experience. It is also yeah. about, a lot of it is very sensory, but your senses, they're not something that you see. It's stuff that you feel. Yeah. And if you are disconnected with your body, how are you going to feel those sensations for the sex itself to even feel good? Yeah. And so, like, yes, for sure, getting people started like that. There are times when I remember I I, 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 um, I led people in like a mini med- uh, meditation and some people were just like, um, after you say saying, breathe into your legs, they just, they were like, what are you talking about? Like, I beg, that one is too much. And so everybody is like a different plane. I remember there was time when I first started yoga when they say, oh, breathe into your thigh. It was like, where is the, where is the lung in my leg? You know, but now I understand it's more of, you know, like, you know, I said, visualizing doing, it, visualizing Once you it, can visualize the part. Exactly. And it's also can. relaxation. Yeah. It's more about being like, I can easily isolate. If you tell me, okay, what are you feeling at the back of your heel? I can do that. Some people cannot do that because they can't isolate their muscles. They're not that, you know, in tune connected. with their physical body or that connected. Yeah. Um, and so and those are the kind of cues that we use in Pilates as yeah. in, oh, think of, you know, your, your pelvic floor muscles and engage them, breathe into them, stuff like that. So you are going to find... You need to find You need to find <laughs> you it. Need to you find need it. To. Mm-hmm. I know, but I like that you brought up sex because that's also a part of relaxation it's mm-hmm. a great way to relax it's a great way to release tension yeah it's a great way to reconnect with your body mm-hmm. and um, forget even the partner that you're connecting with mm-hmm. um, during the act but even for yourself yeah um it's a great way to to practice some mindful movement mm-hmm. as in in just okay how do my in hips fact, an extremely great way to find to, to practice, practice mindful, mindful because movement. you can you get feedback from the person and from your body while you're moving mindfully. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's to, again, find that inner rhythm. Yeah. Find your own rhythm mm-hmm. and move to it yeah. while you're having sex. And your partner, so depending on who's leading or if you're, you know, however way you people are doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, um, you know, somebody can, uh, a partner can allow you to, lead Lead. Mm -hmm. and in that space you are finding your own rhythm you're expressing your own rhythm Mm -hmm. and expressing your own creativity Mm -hmm. and that in its in itself helps to relax your nervous system it it helps to clear your mind Mm -hmm. and also helps your body to relax so and i mean you know speaking about rhythm rhythm is also something that um is very important when it comes to sex because when we talk about men and their ideas of you know good sex you find that a lot of them think it's just about thrusting, 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 yeah. thrusting. And they're so... are good, but... No, no, of course, thrusts are fantastic. <laughs> but it's not the only way. They're fantastic <laughs> and amazing, but something, something is about the power of the thrust. But then if you actually are in tune with your, your body and your partner especially, 
you would know that there are times when they need you to slow down. You know there are times when they yeah. need you to speed up. Yeah. You would know that it's not just about, oh, the sensation I'm feeling in my penis, but a full body experience yeah. where you need to actually notice the body. And you find that a lot of men are guilty of that. They're just using women as sex dolls or sex Well, toys. you know, it would be interesting if we practiced more like, um, if people try to practice more sensory sex where, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're in this space to make love or to whatever, but we're not actually penetrating. Of How course. about we just make love touching mm-hmm. and helping the other person feel? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're touching their backs and it's not about touching the obvious parts. Yeah, so that makes me think of sensate focus, which is like a sex therapy technique that you actually use to help a lot of couples reconnect. And sometimes it also helps with like erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, taking away anxiety from sex because I find a lot of people are disconnected. What touch in itself can be very it's, healing. It's healing. And yeah, yeah, and some people, like you said, they, they have so much robotic sex that they've forgotten what it's like to just be connected, to just be aroused simply by your lover's touch, you know? So yeah, that, that's that's true and very important. Yeah. Very important. So um, <clears throat> another way of also um, helping your body relax or, yeah, physically is actually eating well. Mm. Being mindful of what it is that you are putting mm-hmm. into your body because your body your your body basically is like your car and so you know it gets you from point a to point b and your food is your fuel mm-hmm. and so if you're putting good quality fuel into your your system you allow the system to function optimally yeah so once in a while um take a break from the heavy stuff mm. take a break from the things that you know throws your body out of balance. And we tend to know these things because no. when you eat beans I mean, no. and you are bloated yeah. a few hours later, your body is telling you that, man, I, I don't know, process. Man. You know, <laughs> I that's why I, I miss well. ice cream. I miss milk. Milk milk are my body. They are enemies. I love, like, left, if you leave me, I can, I can make custard. I'll put a can of milk inside, then I'll sprinkle powdered milk on the I can't top. Like, you even eat custard. That's, that's, that's the kind of thing I like, but my body will, my body will show me pepper after. So, yeah. yeah. Custard is not food. I mean, I mean, just stature. I'm just telling everybody out there, custard (laughs) is not food. For those of you that take custard, some people take custard. You know the way um, some of us take Mm -hmm. pap? Yeah. Some people take custard. Custard is not food. It is not. It is cornstarch. Yeah, that's what I said. It's just starch. It's a no. No, 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 you look how no. she just burst my whole bubble. No, <laughs> custard is my guilty pleasure. No, <laughs> I love custard. You should be guilty to even look at it as food. Oh, wow. It's not, no, please. Stop. Well, I mean, yeah, fair enough. So, mm-hmm. on the back of that, detoxing mm-hmm. is basically what it is when you cut out um, all the heavy stuff. So, detox, yeah. when people hear detox, they think, you know, I have to juice yes, for a long period of time and, and stuff like that. No, that's not a detox. That's a kind of detox, but that's not necessarily the kind of detox that, that we need, need yeah. um, for every day. Those kind of juicing detoxes are stuff that um, nutritionists have to or a dietitian has to prescribe for and you even and then, monitor you. You find a lot of a lot of dietitians don't even recommend juicing because they tell you that you lose a lot of the nutrients when you cut out the fiber and you've turned everything to liquid and stuff. So yeah, because you're you, basically just now drinking the sugar. Yeah, you're the sugar. Yeah, so, so and the nutrients of it, but you don't. The, but your the food fruit was created as a whole mm-hmm. as a whole food, so mm-hmm. you're supposed to eat it with the and fiber. The body actually, I think that that's also another thing that because of how out of tune we are with our bodies like we've lost a lot of function that the body naturally does the body would naturally detox it's like you said like if you're actually in tune 
your body actually speaks to you in many ways. It tells yeah. you what you need. It does what it needs to do. And I think that's another thing that is beneficial is fasting, you know. Very, yeah. It, it is, it is. It's just, ugh. I mean, Ramadan is one time that I know that I fast, like, um, like quite regularly. But on a general one as well, I think that, you know, we don't, we do, the body spends a lot of time digesting and giving it a rest from, you know, consuming. Because it's so easy now. And like, like I said, all these apps, before mm-hmm. you know me, I'm just like, I want for puff, puff, and, you know, just, yeah. So. <laughs> so like, I want to sit on this fasting for a bit, because bit, mm-hmm. even the Christians, most churches are fasting beginning of year, blah, blah, blah. And then people don't eat all day. And then, you know, you pray and then you break in the evening. You overload yourself Mm -hmm. because you're not going to eat all day the next day. However, when you're on, during your day or even during that season of fasting, you're still on your social media Mm -hmm. and you're still, um, you're still consuming a lot of nonsense. You are still on Netflix consuming a lot of mindless stuff. And that's not to say that those things are not, are, are bad yeah. even though I'm calling it mindless it's mindless but doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad yeah. but there's a place where each person needs to figure out what they should be fasting mm. because it, depending on what your fasting goals are what are you trying to achieve yeah. if you're trying to detox then fine you know cut out certain foods blah 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 mm-hmm. um, if you're trying to go inwards then food might not be your weakness yeah I haven't eaten today. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And it's what time? Yeah. You know, I haven't, I, I, I can function like that. Yeah. So food for me, abstaining for food from food for me is not so much of it. It's not fast. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't necessarily count at fast. Mm-hmm. But tell me that I can't watch a film mm. or that I cannot, um, I can't listen to music. I yeah. can't listen to certain kinds of, of the, the, so one of my favorite, I have these musicals that I love. I will just be singing my, mindlessly to mm-hmm. them. Tell me I can't listen to that. That's sacrifice yeah. for me. So that's when, that's when that change, that transformation that you're looking to achieve mm-hmm. from a fast, yeah. that's when it actually happens, when you actually sacrifice something, something something that 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 means a lot so i mean i guess that for me is up there because a lot of people are fasting right now mm-hmm. and um we just sort of follow the template, the template. yeah that's so, been given to us and i think that that's generally my approach to everything i think that with every principle every concept anything that anyone gives you you need to localize it to your own situation yeah take the principle of what is being shared and then understand apply it, it. Understand and apply it to your own life. And 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 because a lot of people don't have this filter, and you know, I always speak about being in tune, alignment, and all of that, knowing what you need and what you don't need. And that is why, you know, so people just consume information, consume information. One psychology says if you do this, do this, do this, you're a narcissist, you're a this, you're a that, you come and internalize it. So people just internalize, internalize so much without having that mental filter of this is not for me, this has no place here, this is not gonna work for me. And so what I even do during, why I like um, Ramadan and why I like fasting is I also use it as downtime, you know, for myself. So, yes, I'm fasting, da-da-da-da-da. 
what I'm adjusting, what I'm consuming. Yeah. Then I'm doing more deep reading. Then I also like to use it for personal healing as well. Yeah. So like this year, I said this year, I probably want to do like some inner child healing. Yeah. So I know what I'm focusing on and using the season as, you know, to benefit myself. To help heal but that. even, yeah, so even my 75 heart as well, I've been listening to more um, podcasts like in the morning. And one of my favorite ones right now is called Path to Peace by Todd Perelmutter. And he was talking about what you said before about um, stress and how apparently like 90% of diseases or people that go to the hospital, 90% of those cases are caused by stress. That you find um, um, that many, many um, diseases manifest as stress. And what a lot of hospitals do, and this is something I noticed from when I was a kid, because me, I'm a very curious reader. I'm very curious about what I put in my body. When I found out that pain meds were not curing anything, they were just yeah. silencing just your pain numbing, receptors. Yeah, just I numbing stopped the symptoms. taking pain. I only yeah. take them when I absolutely need to. When, yeah. okay, the cramps are killing me, and I yeah. know there's no point. But then yeah. I always do a body scan. Have I eaten? Have I slept? Am I cranky? Am I thirsty? Yeah. I try to go and find the cause of what is causing me pain yeah. instead of just doing symptom management and this is not to shit on med- med- medicine There's or a place medical for it. there definitely yeah. is a place but then you know he was talking about how um a lot of times when people have stress or they have repressed emotions they have pain it's it manifest yes it comes your body, yeah your body your body yeah. is going to be screaming in some kind of way because it wants to be you know yeah it needs express. to express so it's tension it's or let me not call it tension it's emotion that has stopped stored, moving. Yes, so it's yes, stored emotion. Because emotion. emotion is energy in movement. Mm-hmm. So when you have um, stress and your muscles are getting tighter, so physically, so even the emotions, notice that emotions flow through your body. You can, mm-hmm. you can yeah. feel it, hence the sensory mm-hmm. stuff we're talking mm-hmm. about. So you can feel it. But when you're not, when you're not expressing those emotions, it gets stored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have, or when you're not expressing those en- that energy, it gets stored. So even something like you're angry, road rage, you're about mm-hmm. to curse this guy out, yeah. but you're fasting, you cannot abuse him. So mm-hmm. you hold it in. Mm-hmm. It's stored in your body. It is, it and is. No, but, and if you don't eventually release mm-hmm. that energy, so it's not about the anger, it's now about just the energy. If you don't release it through like a mindful movement, through like a like a massage, like a like sex, if you don't release it, it's going to end up being staying in your body. Other emotions will get mm-hmm. stored with it. And then it's until... manifest as pain. And then next thing you know, and so he, he was talking next about Next thing you know, how, you have diabetes. You know. Next thing you know, you have um you have back pain. Yes. You have joint pain. It just starts, it will look for the weakest link in your body. And we all and have then weak it, links. Yes, and the then weak. it connects there. And yeah. then what he was even saying was that, like, um, you find a lot of people, like, like these um, illnesses, these stress-based illnesses, they move according to what is in vogue at the time. There was a time, yeah, so he said that there was a time where everybody was saying they all had, when they brought out the electric keyboard, a lot of people were saying it was carpal tunnel syndrome, carpal tunnel syndrome. Then there was fibromyalgia. And then now, and then when people realize that, okay, that is not just, it's not just the typing, it's also related to stress. It moves to the next thing that was deferred. So now it's back pain, back pain, back pain. You find a lot of people are going to hospital saying that they have back pain. But then when they did studies and they checked like the x-ray, so sometimes they'll tell you, oh, is your herniated disc, is this, is that, is your cartilage thin. But then you find people who have worse physical bone structures. They have no pain. They are healthy. You find other people who, then the doctor will tell you, this is why, you know, you have this. This is why you have this. But then 
you know, you do the surgeries, you do, you, you take your medication, all of that stuff, and your pain is still not going away. And then a lot of people don't check the stress aspect, don't check your mental health, don't check you don't what's change actually, other yeah, aspects of when your last life. Did you, yeah. When last did you cry? When last did you express your emotions? And you find that when a lot of people have that release, it flows back into their body because your body is just trying to, your body is basically screaming for attention because it feels all that energy is just trapped in there yeah. and it needs to come out. And so yeah. at the end of the day, like, you know, it's very important, like you said, for people to go inward. And that's something we don't talk about enough yeah. because, you know, we're still too busy fighting the low-hanging fruits. Oh, economy, this, that, you know, just chasing a lot of things. That well, just... you see, those things are not, are generally not going to change. The mm. economy is still going to be shitty. Come another 10 years, they will still be complaining. We'll still be complaining about the economy. And so, (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is for us to come up higher, Mm -hmm. we are the ones that need to build our own resilience so that we are managing it better. We need stress. That's how change happens. That's how creativity happens. That's how we give birth Mm -hmm. through a process of stress. So we're the ones that need to be stronger Mm -hmm. so that when the stressful times come, they always come. When they come, we can overcome it. We are not broken mm-hmm. when the stress goes. Yeah. We are. We can bounce back. We can. We can. We're still stronger for it. Yeah. And you know. And we've sort of drifted into even mind, mm-hmm. mindful, um, disengaging mentally. I yeah. know. In talking about social media and just even fasting in a mm-hmm. different way, looking yeah. at that because at that point you're allowing your mind to also detox. Yeah. When you take a break from social media, yeah. when you yeah. curate what it is that is coming coming through on your social media, mm-hmm. when you curate what you're reading, mm-hmm. you know, making time out to read um deep um books, books, books that are not, you know, that are yes, not you, you have to you have to balance that, you know, content. And yeah. you know when it comes to mental health in general, um there's there's a phrase that keeps ringing in my head which which basically is true just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening yeah and so when you're doing everything right like if you're seeing a therapist you're listening to you know guided meditations you're reading the right thing you're eating the right thing in the moment when you're depressed you may not feel it working yeah but you may just wake up one day and oh i'm lighter oh wow i'm not crying anymore oh wow this and that because you have been your your body is taking in all of that. The yeah, healing so is happening. Yeah. You may not necessarily feel it, but and, and that's what I was telling myself today, how like, oh, I've been lighter because, you know, I started this, um, I've started moving again. I noticed I was sleeping better. You know, I've been listening to this guy's podcast and all my other mental health podcasts and I'm just like happier. And I'm like, one thing that I know that is a mistake I do is like, when I, I now find myself back to like optimum, you know, levels, then I'll not go back into my bad habits again. I start sleeping late. Da, 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 da. I mean, but that's the human. We're always going to be up and down. We're not always going to be And perfect. that's fine, but it's but always, it's always remember, me, to... remember to go back. Exactly. You know, that's the thing. Returning to center. Returning Don't leave to, it too long. Yes. Returning to what is simple, the basics, hydration, sleeping, those are the tiny things that work. You know, it's not always the massive... You know, the body is designed to heal itself. Mm-hmm. And the basic things that it needs, good quality movement. And that's not the jumping up and down. Just lub- keep the joints lubricated. Mm-hmm. We're not all yeah. trying to be in the Olympics. Yeah. Then the other one is good quality thoughts. Mm-hmm. So having clean thoughts, allowing your mind to be fed with positive um, images, positive words, because we do become what we hear. Mm-hmm. We do become what we see. It feeds our minds and yeah. helps us to shape 
our world. Uh, we need a clean environment as well. Your body needs that. Yeah. Body, mind, and spirit, your body needs that. Yeah. And then your body needs time to be quiet yes. and rest. Mm -hmm. Once you're able to get all, all those, those things, mm -hmm. your body will heal itself. It will. Because, uh, no, you know, you're now allowing, you've just created the environment mm -hmm. for so it to for that to happen thing. yeah for sure i know so for it's sure. going to happen naturally yes and i know you know i always tell people like you said most people say but i don't have the time but i don't have time start small time. sometimes even when you're on your computer instead of going to laugh on instagram do a five minute meditation or, or, or one minute one minute just do one square minute breathing. yeah relax like you, so many times you know i would just send all those you know those reels where they'll, they'll tell you unclench your jaw relax your shoulders, you know, this, that, and that. And I remember yeah. when I was nine to fiving, you know, it's so funny how I even changed my bed at some points to a semi-orthopedic because I had one hip pain and one um, waist. It was neck, waist, and hip that wouldn't go away. Mm -hmm. I changed my bed. I even got this, there's this pillow that you put between you. That was like, oh, hip alignment, da, 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 da. It's a lie. I was just misaligned with that nine to five. That was what it was. I was burnt out. I was not happy there. Yeah. Once I left... Oh, when last did my hip make any pain? Mm. You know, now mm. there's different. Like I'm noticing now, it's the back of my. But that one is more of posture. I, just no, it's not even. I don't think it's even a posture thing. I think it is. I think that's why I'm currently holding stress. But okay. obviously, you know, in this, you can't even be in Nigeria. Man, uh, in Nigeria and, stressed and, out. Yes, Everybody's we are. And I, and I think that it. sometimes mm. we undermine how deep the psychological pressure of being in Nigeria is. You know, we can't yeah. be like, oh yeah, our lives are lies. But it's like. You might see, okay, dollar is 2000 Your brain will think about, okay, so when next am I going to travel? Plane tickets. How am I going to order online? Da, da, da. Then you shift the thoughts. You go and, go and eat. Da, da, da. But it's still somewhere there. And it's still a thought that is incomplete and it's still somewhere in your body. And so, like, just even from the elections and the, the, the mental health effects of the elections and the outcomes and thinking, oh, wow, so we're in bondage for another eight years and just seeing the news, all that's, of that, that stuff. That's yeah. triggering in itself. It is. It yeah. is. So we really need to give ourselves credit. Like we say, we're resilient, resilient, but we also need to find ways to release that. So resilience, oh, when, um, so the, the idea of resilience is that, you know, just to even give a visual, a visual to it, you take a rubber band and you pull it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, resilience, you let it go and it snaps back to shape. Yeah. But you can also snap your resilience. You just keep going, going, going until it snaps. Yeah. And my concern is when we snap. Mm -hmm. Because we as a people, we, are, we make noise about we're suffering and smiling. We're good to go. We're, we're resilient people. We're all traumatized. We're about to snap. We are, we're, I mean, people are snapping. Look at crime yeah. rates. Like look, at people, yeah. look at suicide rates. And yeah. also, honestly, the thing is, at the end of the day, the best thing we can do, and, and that's why sometimes I always say, I just zoom out of like... I just zoom out of Nigeria and I just zoom in on my life. Like, okay, you know what? I can't consume all of this. I'm just going to focus on what I, I can control. The news, Tiny bits yeah, and, no you know. Yeah. And I do all of that. But, yeah, I mean, we can go on. And I think we've been speaking for an hour. Let's quickly play my card game. Pick three, three cards. And then I'll ask you the question. Don't forget, yeah. I mean, this has been wholesome, but yeah, still on the Spit or Swallow podcast. I didn't even ask you Spit or Swallow. So, are you waiting for the answer? Yes. <laughs>
Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Let's swallow. Swallow. Okay, great. Um, tell me one thing people would never guess about you. I have no idea. Give us a give us a surprise fun fact about yourself. Oh, that's a fun fact though. I'm not fun. You're not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot think about fun facts. Or even my party trick. Nothing is coming to mind right now. I'm really? sure that I have one, but no party trick. No I wouldn't I wouldn't guess that you're not fun though. I'm fun, but <laughs> I don't know. Nothing comes to Nothing mind comes right to mind. now. Okay. Maybe before we we finish. Um, where's the where's the craziest place you've had sex? Mm. Where? Hanging off a balcony. Hanging off a balcony. Yeah, that that did happen. Yeah, wow, I love. That. I mean, I want to ask you this last one because it um pertains to being. I think okay, this is a relationship card. How do you handle temptations from other people when you're in a relationship? I guess you can answer that. Um, I don't know. I think I zone out. So I tend to not see other people. As in, see them in that, in that way. Yeah. You're very mirror yeah. on your partner. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I love that. Thank you so much for answering all right, so we're going to wrap up now. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. you for having me. Tell I everyone... we didn't ramble too much. No, we didn't. We didn't. It was good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was... No, this is a very easy conversation podcast. Ah. I, do, I don't like scripted conversations at all. So yeah, I, think, I think that was really good. Um, tell us where we can find you. Oh, yeah, sorry. Tip of the week. Let this forget. So give the viewers a tip of the week. Tip of the week, I would say breathe. Uh, make time out to to focus on your breath. So we mentioned a one-minute meditation. It could be a one-minute breath work where you just stop and you focus on nothing else but your breathing in, out, in, out. You can do that to a count of 20. Start off with that if one minute is too much and then build up to one minute. Mm-hmm. And try deep breathing because... Love us hold a lot of tension here. Yeah. You find so, that you're doing a lot of shallow breathing. Great idea. Great yeah. point. So yeah. when you're breathing, when you're practicing this um, one-minute breathing, imagine that you're breathing into the sides of your ribcage. So your your lungs, imagine that it's a big balloon mm-hmm. and you're trying to fill it up with air and imagine, feel your ribcage actually expanding as you breathe in and then let it all out very slowly. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Um, Thank tell, you for yes, having me. I was going to say, tell everyone where we can find you. Pilates with Oi on Instagram and on Facebook. There's no, this- not Facebook. Instagram and... Twitter? Uh, uh, no. TikTok? YouTube. Oh, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm actually going to do I think that would be my workout for the night. The yeah, I try to do. So like, oh, I have another tip. Was that your tip? exercise shouldn't, it doesn't have to be an hour. Mm. You don't have to exercise for an hour. You no, just yeah, need to move. To move yeah, and also on my YouTube channel, I do short exercises. So some of them are like five minutes, some are 10 minutes. That, but the idea is that you just take a break, do something, and then move on with your day. Thank you so much. You know where to find me at House of Chocolates, the podcast at Spits or Swallow Pod, SOS Pod Official on Twitter, Spits or Swallow Podcast on YouTube. Follow, like, subscribe, share. 
see you guys same time next week. Bye. Bye.